Okay then. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. I felt compelled to give an episode number then, and I didn't. Because I realized you don't know. Uh, it's episode 59. Oh. There you go. I happen to know. It's very rare that I know, and I totally accept that you would expect that I wouldn't know, but I happen to this week. <laughs> so there it is. So we're back with gaming news. Uh, been a heavy week. Um, if you're watching on Twitch, you can see already. It's just one person, and that's probably you. No, I closed it down. Okay, that might be a real person then. Not that you're not a real person, it's just you don't count as a viewer. He's on to me. That's it. Uh, So starting with the worst thing to happen this week, I think by quite some margin, um, there was a shooting at a Madden event in Florida, which is like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean. I mean, Madden, of all things. So as I'm... It seems like the motive may have been the guy lost the game and pulled yeah. out his piece as a consequence, which is just yeah mind boggling. Was yeah. he the was he last year's winner or something like that? Yeah, um, he's he's. I think he's. I don't know if any. I mean, I don't really know the status of the the people involved. But I don't know if he would describe them as professional players or not. But I think that he's pretty highly. Um, you know, he's he's pretty highly ranked. I think uh-huh. is my understanding of it. Yeah, I, b- I believe they were professional players. They, I, I saw some. Uh, it mentioned how much money they'd earned uh, from playing yeah. Madden or something. So it's way more yeah, than I've ever earned um, from playing a video game. The NFL season is about is going to start next week. Um, the the preseason's just wrapped up. Um, so there'll be a lot. There's tournaments happening because I think uh, I've seen adverts for it before where. Um, Basically, a lot of these players are, are representing a real life team, and then um, you know there's like regional competitions to go through, and then I think the final so it's 32 teams would be 32 Madden pros representing each team, and then they go forward to uh, a sort of final tournament. And as I understand it, this was like a regional yeah. um, qualifier, I think. So uh, that's why it was down in Jacksonville. Um, yeah, but it's also emerged that the uh, the shooter. I mean, don't want to get into a massive debate about America's gun laws slash culture because we'll be here all night. But uh, and it's you know, the, pointless. <laughs> yeah, and it's pointless. They will never but change. The, the the police have been called to his house twenty six times. He'd been That's right, yeah. sectioned twice. And, you know, in our parlance, he'd been uh, reminded a, a, a mental uh, a home twice. Um, so, and we're still allowed to purchase a gun. So, yep. just saying. Yeah, because this one was of the not first, a well individual. One of the first and only successful pieces of legislation brought in by, by President Fuckface uh, was repealing the Obama era uh, call on people with certain uh, mental uh disabilities not being allowed to own weapons uh such as this gentleman uh on uh, trump repealed those because well that's discrimination not allowing people who want to shoot people to have guns yeah or you know not allowing someone who has severe (laughs) emotional problems um a weapon in uh highly stressed environment which if we're talking about professionals this is their livelihood money gets involved and you know obviously people will say you know it's just a game it's just a game it is just a game you're right but it you know in these environments there's not these there's your rep you know yeah. people get their reputation mixed up with 
this game, I mean, especially because obviously it, it's a, it's a sports game, so you get all that macho bullshit that goes with it as well. Yeah, I was so, going to say this is you know this is professional gaming. The, the 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 term professional refers to the amount of money they're making, not the the manner of behavior. Yeah. on display yes. for, uh, between people even if you ever if you ever do watch you know any sports the behavior of even the best behaved teams could you know sometimes be described as uh childish to say the yes. least to say the least so yeah i mean whenever you have people who are uh unstable yeah, uh, it really not capable w- of dealing with you know others. Well, I, I, I as much as I would like to rag on America once more for having a gun problem, um, th- this strikes me much more as an indictment of mental health care than yes. anything yeah. else. I mean, yeah. you know, availability of guns aside, you, this is a guy who could think, "Hey, I'm going to kill everyone and me," and. That's you know, it's he shouldn't be in that state and wandering around. That's before yeah. he even gets to guns. Uh, you know, plus on, on briefly on the gun control, I've still never understood the desire to let clearly mentally ill people have guns. Like, yeah, I, I get why you well, can I, like I, guns. I really do, and I, I yeah. get that shooting is a sport and can be fun and really cool. I, I get all that. Right. And, and, but why can you like that? And also have to think, but you know, the crazy people should have guns as well. So I I think the thing is that as, as people from the United Kingdom, we uh, presuppose that the the state has a duty of care to people like this individual. (laughs) Uh, Whereas in in America, this is not the case Uh, that, you know, it is the individual is in America is prime that if you want to do something, you can do it. And the state can't tell you either way. Whereas we would presuppose that the, the state has a duty of care to individuals who perhaps can't make good decisions for themselves. They have a duty Um, of care both to you, to the individual who can't care for themselves and to everyone everyone else to protect them them from those individuals. Uh, Whereas yeah, because you are completely right in pointing out of all the things, you know, this week, that have been said about this. I haven't, you're the first person I've heard mention the idea of, well, why was this guy out wandering about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's a really good point. Uh, why the hell was he, why, you know, after uh, all those call outs and all that, that were obviously ineffective, yeah, why know, was he still able to go to this event? And, uh, you know, why he was he under the care? I mean, it's not that someone who suffers from mental health difficulties can't go out and, go and do I mean but I think with someone who's obviously as un, who obviously <laughs> someone who seems to have been unwell as him was obviously you know I think at this point needed yeah so sorry for such a long was, time yes so, yeah. he needed more help but I think that that's a failure of the, the healthcare system and lots of other things mm-hmm. um, but uh, we're not saying that someone who has mental health difficulties isn't capable of going and being competitive or being out well, and about but I think that this in this particular case he shit, was Emma, he well. was well enough he was well enough to go to the gun store he was well enough to go to the to go to the Let's go play Madden. Yeah, exactly. And but, the thing um, that, you know, another thing that's been overshadowed is because of, you know, what he did uh, and, you know, the terrible aftermath. Uh, we, we don't know whether or not uh, he was, his, you know, his grievance was genuine. We've just got we'll no idea. I mean, know the, the, if we, he should have won. 
I yeah. don't know. I mean, the thing is, as well, uh, the the actual ev- the the event was was on Twitch. It was broadcast live. You can hear there's there was a clip that was on the news here. I mean, you I've can been hear seeing the shots, a lot of so, story yeah. pop up online. What is Twitch? What you know? Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> this has been great publicity for Twitch. I got to say, in the wake of last week's thing, where they're going to be starting to run ads on Google Prime. I mean, that's you know, this is papered and- over that quite well. Well, I mean, and as well, the, the general astonishment that always comes from certain people that you can play video games professionally and be paid well yeah. for it, which is always astonishing to a to a, a great deal of people when these things happen. I still find it remarkable. <laughs> I do as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you're, I mean, this is the, this is the tiny one percent of one percent iceberg of people who play video games as well. I mean, there's lots of things that, you know, boggle me that people get paid to do I, professionally. I've been, so. been trying to qualify for the International Dig Dug Championships, but I'm, I'm <laughs> hamstrung by the fact that um, it doesn't exist and I'm shit at Dig Dug. So. Two minor drawbacks there. We should point out um, before we leave the story that EA have donated some money uh, to families yeah. of victims, uh, which is yeah. the most human-like thing EA has done. In the last, remote, yeah. At least the last decade or so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> I'm not sure how official this competition was. There has been, I haven't been able to find who was, you know, running this competition or anything, but um, there's been calls for, you know, one of the criticisms has been security at events like this. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, on the one hand, yes. On the other hand, Guns are really easy to hide. It's, yeah. you know, I but, don't. Uh, uh, yeah. But as well, I mean, then the problem is because it depends on where in the states it would be, because obviously then states' rights come into it. Some states are open carry, yeah. some aren't. Mm. I mean, some have rules about, you know, who can search you, when when are there metal detectors, when is this a gun free event, when is that a gun free event? It, I mean, it would be, again, that's another thing with the United States because the states are incredibly individualized. Yeah. You can't just say blanket, okay, at a, an event with over 50 people in attendance it's no guns period you can't do it it's it, it's very difficult yeah and Which it would be near impossible I, to get something like that passed at a federal level I mean, because oh god yeah i mean yeah. this is where i point out that the nra conference is always gun free just saying but um <laughs> yeah look after your own mm-hmm. uh yeah well i think we'll leave that there before we there's not a lot else to say it is a a horrible tragic event uh and uh it would be nice if something changed but we'll add it to the list of things that it would be nice if they changed because that's a long list right now hey let's talk about something cheerier everyone (laughs) was right about that xbox all access thing so i was shocked that the numbers were exactly as we thought yes yeah i was like that's too good a deal and then they said, yeah, here it is. There, <laughs> You know, go get it. Especially for so, an Xbox One X, which is kind of, at, at the, I think for quite a lot of people, kind of at the edge of affordability. Yeah. I mean, because in, I mean, the last time I sort of cared to look it up, I mean, it's a 500 quid console here. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's, that is teetering on the edge of too much. So yeah. to have sort of the opportunity to, to do kind of a mobile phone contract thing and all in with all the other fun extras that you can get. Fantastic. Why not? Uh, the one thing that came out this week when they confirmed it is uh, it will, they're doing it through a, you know, a, uh, it's not sort of Microsoft you'll be dealing with uh, directly paying. They're doing it through a, like a payment agency. So you'll probably yeah. have to do, you know, a credit check and all that stuff. 
Yes, that is. Uh, so that is a thing. To- yeah. Also, I think you have to physically go to a store. You can't like just do this online. As far as I understand, you have to go to a GameStop or like a and like Microsoft an authorized stores, vendor. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I would say if it's, I think if we they, if they did it here and it was available through game, I might sort of regard it with a pinch of salt because I would be worried about the viability of game two years down the line. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, am I am I going to be sitting at home and game is you know taken over or bought out or liquidated or something which you know may yeah, happen that's, the that's high street a, is volatile that's how you um, get a free xbox one x though do you or does someone come does a no nick bailiff come and take it away no do they you end do up that. on daytime tv no you end up with the the xbox and if well, someone I mean, yeah, comes and takes it then someone comes and takes that's it it's true, not like yeah, you it, you know yeah well this week uh uh, yeah, Wonga. but then I'd be like, I'd like the money back that I paid for it, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you would have to join the long list of creditors, um, like things like Wonga, the, which is a payday lender, which uh, dissolved. They went under this week, yeah. Shame. Which is fun. Uh, yeah, it was funny. A bit of nice recession Freud there. But um, yeah, I would sort of, you know, if I had to physically go to a game and I would be like, I would be taking the time to maybe read the fine print in that contract and say, okay, what happens if game disappears next week? What happens if, you know, like I'm 18 months to the contract and this thing breaks? Whose responsibility is it? Mine, yours? So I think there's a little bit of caution in me. Like if it came to the UK, I wouldn't be like, yes, get me an Xbox One X tomorrow. Um, I would be like, can I read the paperwork first and then think about it? So that's just me. I'd get one immediately. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But I don't think I'd pass the credit check, so there is that. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, Rich's, <laughs> Rich's mum would be getting an Xbox all over the <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Chuck, Chuck might be getting an Xbox, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, well, I, it's annoying because I've never, I've, never I've never had a credit card, so I can't do credit checks, but it means that because I've never been in debt, they won't lend me money. It's annoying. I mean, it, I think it's more like, it, can you get a phone contract? Then you could probably get an Xbox X contract. Mm. I think that's. I, I don't think it would go deeper than that. They would have to. Yeah. Again, they would have to. It would come under like the Financial Services Authority. They would then have to advise you. Okay, if you consent to, if you want to do this, you have to consent to a credit check. If you fail it, this may have a problem. A thing, an effect on your credit score. That's a whole other thing. So I'd expect yeah. it would be much more, much more in depth than what you would have to do to get a phone. Right. Indeed. Yeah. That's what I think. I mean, again, but, that's even if it comes here. I mean, that is that is a whole big other step. It mm-hmm. would depend on how does it how does it go in America. It might be eighteen months for it comes here, because they might want to see okay, how many people take this up, how many bad debts do we get out of this? How many you know, cancel so all that? How stuff, many cancel? Yeah. How many? You know, how many of X Y Z happens before it will go beyond America? I think because there's another there's another question. Um, it says here, you know, if you uh, if you cancel the contract you'll probably owe them the you know the bulk your of, remainder the yeah. remainder but you know that said if you cancel how much will you actually owe will you still will you just owe the months of 35 dollar a month or will you owe them more than that because you're paying it off in bulk who knows yeah that's the thing another question i've just thought of just now is what happens if because obviously this comes with xbox live and all that sort of thing what if i get one but then i'm banned from xbox for being a shitter does that affect? I think that oh, will be on you. I think you'd have to, you'd have, have to pay for a new, you know, yeah. account. Yeah, they'll, they'll I'll be say, I think you'd have to have an account in good standing then before they even let you go near this deal. Uh, I'd possibly, expect. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, possibly. They, yeah, they, it might come. 
down to checking your your reputation <laughs> on yeah. Microsoft. On, uh, that might be a Xbox thing because Live. I mean, yeah. if you, I mean, that would be the next thing that you Xbox <laughs> have enabled this shitty kid who's like a troll on PUBG and swatted somebody or something. And, you know, then the papers find out that, you know, Microsoft enabled him by giving him a 35 quid a month um, Xbox One X. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can so see that. Oh, well. Bring it over here, Microsoft. I might do it. But then with the yeah, PC, so- <laughs> I have less justification to get an Xbox One X. Yeah, I was going to say, you, yeah. you have got now a machine which is kind of superior to an Xbox One X in kind of most ways, I think. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft seem keen to, you know, bring all of their first party titles to the X to the PC as well as the Xbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So really that's it. Too late, Microsoft. Never yeah. mind. Should have got him earlier. Yeah. Hey, Rocket League are doing a season pass thing because now you've got to have a season pass. Hey, hang on. Mm. I can play. It's funny because I got Rocket video. League. Um I got Rocket League for free. It was on um playstation plus for a while and i got it for free so i've never considered it as something you have to pay for i was amazed when it came to pc and i was like what you, you pay for this i thought this was free to play but um you know they're they've interestingly they, they seem to be copying the uh well <laughs> quite blatantly copying the battle pass system from fortnite well it's a good idea and it's it's a good system yeah. do you know what it's not a terrible thing to copy either really it's just a payment method um, yeah, I'm not sure if I really like. I mean, if we're just rebranding DLC as season passes, then I can sort of get on board with it. But I sort of worry a bit, not worry a bit, but I'm sort of not really 100% on board with like this sort of never ending season pass idea that, you know, I've bought a game and yet I'm still paying for it over and over and over again. I mean, DLC kind of, you know, you, you pay your money, it takes your choice. It's good, it's bad, it's this or that. It is ultimately optional. But um, I, I do sort of balk a little bit of the idea of basically every game has to have a season pass. You pay 50 quid for a triple A game. You then pay for a season pass to do like everything else. And it's like a never ending re-up, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a bit hinky uh, about it. I mean, the the way the Fortnite one works is if you play the game, you will get enough V-Bucks to pay for the next season pass. Yeah, and I, th- I think because Fortnite is, but it's like an eight quid season pass, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas I think, yeah. you know, like with like AAA weeks. games, yeah. you're looking at basically half the price of the game again in the season pass. Yeah. Which is, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, think, no, I've never, it's... Uh, at, least with, at least with DLC, it's finite. They say, okay, so the DLC are this much and you get this, this and this. And then you can say, okay, I, that's worth it to me or it's not. Whereas I, th- I I sort of feel a little bit like season pass. It is just like this sort of endless money hole. You just kind of keep throwing mm. 30 quid, 30 quid, 30 quid into it over and over again. The, the thing is, though, you, you buy, it, it's different kind of stuff right it's yeah. not extra levels and extra game it's just cosmetic stuff and so you can kind of just stop buying it whenever that there's you're never going to run out of it you're never going to complete the collection so it, it's easier to just let it go um yeah you know it, it's not as egregious as a lot of like multiple dlcs 
it's really not because you, you're sort of just paying for the I, service yeah. of the game I, and I get it with these games more than a lot of others you know it's like, funny I look, I, look, I look down on season you know the traditional season pass type thing m- much more than I do on um, having you know in, uh, experience the, the Fortnite style yeah. uh, pass uh, I look down on regular season passes far more, uh, more you know cautiously now because if anything, the problem with the the season pass is you really don't know what you're gonna get. Mm. Whereas with these rocket passes, you kind of do. You you know you can uh, you can actually see uh, the whole thing you know laid out. It's it's uh, far more what would you call it, uh, itemized. There's you know each month you can see okay. So if I buy the pass, then I can work my way through all of these things. Mm-hmm. How how far am I likely to get through? You know. Uh, how much is this willing to affect my enjoyment? Whereas, mm-hmm. like the season pass, the last time I bought a season pass for a game was um, it was Batman Arkham Knight, and while there was some good DLC in there, I really enjoyed some of the the uh, the Batmobile DLC that came out in the race tracks and stuff like that was really fun. The sort of bulkiest part of it, um, which was the Batgirl DLC, sucked balls and mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. left me regretting my my purchase decision. Um, but that was handled by Warner Brothers, who are just terrible. They're, they, they're, you know, they yeah, publish they games are. and that's fine. But whenever they decide to develop something in house, it always goes wrong. There's lots and of cool, I should have known. <laughs> there's lots of cool stuff in this Rocket League thing. It, look, it looks good. If I, I've, I, I have Rocket League. I have attempted to play it on a number of occasions and not had a bad time when I did, but. It became quickly obvious, obvious to me that I did not have the ability to get good at this game. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. going to happen. And I, like you I, hit a ceiling, and then it was, you yeah. know, that's that's it. I can't go it, beyond it. And it I, was about I, as entertaining as I've ever found football, and I use that term loosely because Rocket League really isn't like no. It, and I, I skins itself based on football but it's really not it's more like it's you know it's far more simplified and I, more entertaining i uh, i watch some of the stuff on youtube like the the pro tournament stuff for rocket league and straight oh, away you're just like how the hell are they doing this they're just, they, they spend don't most touch of their the time floor. in the air yeah, yeah they don't touch the floor and you think i'm just driving around like some fucking idiot that hasn't <laughs> got a clue what he's doing and you're yep. flying your cars and of course you are, because what's the game called? It's called Rocket League. So of course it's uh, flying. Yeah. There is, um, I, I'll point people, I, I, these fuckers should start paying me. Uh, they're not. Uh, no Clip did a very good sort of multi-part rock, uh, ser- uh, little documentary series on Rocket League. Uh, you know, behind the scenes interviewing the developers and everything on, you know, because uh, it's a sequel. You know, there, oh, was a, it? there was a... There was a game before that on PS3, uh, their, their first game, which was, you know, the same idea. Uh, but it nearly sunk the company. And then they sort of redeveloped the idea as Rocket League for PS, for, uh, you know, next gen. And, you know, there was all the things, the decisions why they decided to make it free on PlayStation 4 when they launched it and all this kind of, it's a really interesting little documentary. Right. Uh, I encourage you to go seek it out. Hmm. It's, it's a nifty game. I, I like mm-hmm. it. I'm just awful at it. And I'm, I'm yes. never going to become competitive. So I don't really don't really touch it uh but it's it's one of the few games i've bought digitally just so it's always there for a quick blast at and i i kind of figure with big esports games like this they're dead with the console anyway aren't they like by the time switch 2 comes out no one's playing rocket league 
So, you know. Well, they have. They do seem to be, uh, you know, with this season passing, they've, they seem to have gone, I think they have their own, like, leagues, you know, the race-owning sports leagues they're trying to push. So, who knows? I think that's, that's a big part of the longevity of a game like this is whether or not they're able to get sort of a real world league going nowadays. Yeah, I mean because Stan Kroenke, who owns the LA Rams, he owned um, oh god, who he owns an EPLT, he owns Arsenal almost entirely now. He owns an Overwatch. Right? He, he, he signed. It's funny because really? he sounds like a, a grumpy yeah. next door neighbor. He does. He looks like one too. He's got oh, like a tash. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like he looks like he basically extra, extraordinarily rich old dude. So yeah, I think Shad Khan as well, who owns Fulham and the Jacksonville Jaguars, who he also um, has like Overwatch interest. So basically, these guys who own professional actual sports teams are now get starting to get invested in pro game leagues so overwatch league is enormous now so i think that once they sort of once they get to that level they kind of continue on kind of regardless of like if the the console they were once on is current or not i mean you know league of legends is still going great guns i mean and when you know they run on an ancient pc i mean you know and um i mean the other day i was watching grandmaster tetris and oh those, God! It's just you know, and none of those have come out for a decade. So yeah. these things sort of take on a life of their own. I think. I'm looking now at yeah. uh, uh, the Rocket League league on Which, their website. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that, just, God help me! Please tell. I'd love to hack the site and just add that as the official name on everything. Rocket should, League league. How, what do they, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, they're doing a very good job of not calling it anything, but it should be the Rocket League league, shouldn't it? We, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well. <laughs> and there's Europe and North America and everywhere and looks like they're they're into semi-final stages in season five of the world championship in Europe or something I'll give it this Rocket League uh, unlike so many other uh, of these big esports games it's one of the few that hasn't, it doesn't seem to have attracted uh, you know rip off clones left right and center yeah you know, yeah, there's not a true. you know, there's not a per man's rocket league where you can get you know, there's a thousand fucking Fortnite ripoffs, there's a thousand Dota ripoffs. You know, uh, everything wanted to be uh, Overwatch a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Whereas there's kind of just there's only one Rocket League. <laughs> That's you know, uh, there's nothing like it even on the Steam store. Well, what's this next thing then? Uh, Peggy introducing in-game purchases warning label. All ah, right, okay. Yeah. Well, this is something we talked about a couple of months ago that this was kind of going to happen, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. They said they were looking into it, and we kind of thought, oh, right, you're looking into it. Well, that'll, thing, that'll you know, something will come of that. But it seems like they have actually decided to add, uh, start before the end of the year, uh, they will start adding uh, a little label and a warning descriptor for uh, in game purchases, which is a little hand with a credit card in it, which is, I think it's a good. <laughs> it's a good logo, I think. I think that pretty clearly communicates, you know, the idea. Yeah, get this out. You'll need it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, uh, we should see that, you know, starting to show up on many games before yeah. the end of the year. Um, whether or not they'll have to add it, you know, to, you know, if they do another run of uh, other games, whether or not they'll have to add that retroactively to their packaging, who knows? Uh, probably not. Actually, 
If they were doing, an, I think once you're through Peggy, you're through unless you make su- substantial changes to the game. Yeah, as, you know, as p- appears on the disc. Yeah, I I don't know what the the do you have to have it? You have to have it, don't you? Oh yeah, if you're game, yeah. I think if you're game, yeah. yeah. The the thing that I was wondering was you know uh, in game purchases. That's a broad. That's a broad descriptor. Because mm. does that, you know, that could apply to almost every single game that comes out now. If it means just, you know, big single DLC. Well, or just yeah. cosmetic stuff. Or just or just cosmetic stuff. Sh- shouldn't it just mean, look, this game will give you the opportunity to spend more money on it from within itself? Mm. I mean, that's I basically re- regardless what, what, it of is what on- that is. I think like a good on, description. on the app store and stuff. I mean, it's got things as in-app purchases available. It doesn't then necessarily say this is essential to continue the game, or it's just cosmetic stuff. Yeah, I think a, a good thing would be whether it's a you know because uh, Peggy does as well as the little logos. They do have descriptors for uh, you know the actual the, the individual games on the back. So things like you know contains cosmetic DLC versus contains gameplay DLC. And also, I think a uh, uh, this is more tricky to do, but whether or not you know the the amount that a game will ask you for, you know, if you if a game contains DLC in whatever form that is worth say half as much as the game again as the you know the initial purchase, that should be a you know a warning flag on there versus something that just you know will have one or two small bits of DLC. I don't know. It's a you know. This seems like a bit of a shotgun. In well, place yeah, of a scalpel. it is, but it's the start, I suppose. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, this could, yeah, this will hopefully be refined as the years go on. We'll see. Yeah. I have no hope for anything that makes sense happening anymore. I'm just <laughs> yes, that is a, green. That is, that's your Twitter bio. That's your Tinder profile. Yeah, that's it, uh, pretty much. Um, oh, a new PlayStation. What and also go go ahead. Uh, sorry, the the boss of Peggy is Simon Little. Does that mean Simon? Simon Little. Oh. oh, he's having school flashbacks now. Oh, a new PlayStation ref- uh, a new PlayStation Four remote that works with the cloud. This oh works my clouds. <laughs> Performance <laughs> design products and Sony are offering PS4 use. Why can't look right? I. <laughs> this story you're, went you, live you are, pretty much after we finished. Sony, you are <laughs> you. You can make a remote control. I've seen you do it. Many. You are famous for remote controls with billions upon billions of buttons on them. I've owned several over my lifetime. Why can't you just make one for the PlayStation? <laughs> Why can't you do that? Well, I just did. I want Sony to tap into the government mind control chip in my brain and use that. Just do something cooler than this. Right. <laughs> the thing is, this story went live pretty much as soon as we finished last week's show. Right. Uh, and, I th- and I thought it was funny because we'd been talking about uh, how the there was there is was a Sony officially branded PS4 m- uh, media controller. It was massive, but for some reason, it was ridiculously rare. Like uh, you know, it, it was like it was fucking carved from obsidian itself by you know elves, and you had to search it out. 
you know, you had to go on a quest, and they've announced this new one, which is being manufactured by someone else, but it is officially, you know, branded by Sony. They've licensed it and everything. And the thing that caught me out was I read this article on uh, VG247 like two or three times, and I couldn't understand what the fuck it did. Because I'm they trying kept to going on, out now. they kept going on about uh, how it uses the cloud and how you know it's a cloud control and how it can be used for all your devices using the cloud. Right, and let, I ended up going through onto the product page. I, hang um, on, let, let me just pass what I'm reading. The cloud remote for PS4 programs everything for you through a downloadable PDP cloud remote app. What is a PDP cloud remote? I, I know what an app is. Um, I think PDP is the company oh, that yes, is making it. Performance design products. Yes. So they have a cloud remote app. The app will then allow the remote to auto detect devices connected to the PS4. Which is. You, you mean my what? TV? Yes. That's, that's it. I was like, firstly, I was kind of, I was like impressed by the idea that I didn't know that. Like your that HDMI was capable of like communicating what other devices like you know were connected up to other things like a local network. Yeah, but also what they've done here is they're making you the, the idea is that instead of programming, you know, like you would with a universal remote, programming the remote to match your TV using either a series of button presses or entering a code. Instead, you have to download a fucking app to do it, which if your TV is communicating to your PS4 what kind of TV it is, and your PS4 is able to tell and communicate that to the remote, why do you need the app? That is a valid question, I feel. <laughs> yeah, in this. Yeah. The, uh, the, whole, the whole purpose, I mean, they put it in the name, the cloud remote, and the cloud just make the, the, the idea is that this is making it simpler, but it's not. It's replacing a step with a step. They just want me to download their app. They really do. Uh, apparently, it can also be used to control, like, you know, your smart home shit, you know, your light bulbs and your thermostat. <sighs> I don't have any and smart I don't, home I don't want that. Shit. Even if I had that stuff, I don't want this remote to control it because I'll, you know, I'll want it, I'll try to change channel and I'll end up, you know. In the dark. In the just- dark. But uh, the other thing, the, the annoying thing is all this, and it's quite a nice little remote. Yeah. It's more compact than the other one. You know, it doesn't have number buttons or anything like that, but, it, you know, for basic PlayStation 4 playback, it looks nice. It's $30, which is too much. Put this down to 20 I'm in. But cloud, it says cloud on it. So it cloud. It has yeah. a buzzword from like five years ago. We must pay extra. There is no cloud. It's just someone else's computer. Yeah. I mean, well, I, we, we've seen this sort of thing before. Um, mm. Logitech make the, uh, is it Harmony remotes that you sort of download all the specs <sighs> for all your stuff into them and they control <laughs> everything and you now. Oh, look, um, I, we didn't buy that either. So, well, they, that's because <laughs> they were like 180 quid. There was no, there's just no way. Uh, yeah. You know, when we're up into sort of, hundreds then i'll just not lose the fucking remote um try not to swear and i keep doing it because i get wound up should i make him live he suddenly gets all self-conscious 
That's it. In front of our how many viewer? Four, which Bloody is a, a Twitch high for me. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> wish I was lying. Not even, not even. Uh, oh well. Right, let's find another thing to talk about. Ah, uh, the white Xbox One X. If I, I was going to get one, this was already a thing. No, I was amazed this wasn't out already. I was like, surely I've seen a white Xbox One. X. Maybe I have. Yeah, this is the X. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's uh, been a, yes. a, a regular Xbox that was white. That's right. That is correct. You're going okay, to hear so me pop, is, I could, pop into a glass now, by the way, everybody. I'm, I apologize for my sound effects. I, I, could, I could never own such a thing because I, I have severely sweaty hands. So this would be brown within five minutes. Are they filthy as well? How do you eat? Do you have cutlery? <laughs> <laughs> it's all very tarnished. Do no, you I consider mean, them a, a, yeah, a modern effeminacy? You know, you'll have no truck with them in your household. No, of course not. I just, it's like, I'm like James the first that I just washed the tips of my fingers and then not the palms. Uh, there's oh, just busy work. God, um, but no, I'm, it's, <laughs> tips is all I need. But um, yeah, I, I was going to say the black, the black stuff really hides dust. It does. Yes. But yes, it does. White would it just, it would just really emphasize my d- dreadful slovenliness and inadequacy <laughs> as a housewife. And um, yeah, so I could never own such a thing. I think um, in, inevitably it, also, it ages, it yellows over time it as does, well. It does, it does. It goes yellow more, yeah. and it's not just because of my destructive sweaty glands. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, the other thing is as well, uh, this is probably the thing that was the other elite controller. Is this is this a genetic um, thing? Is it, Do Londoners sweat gravy? Yeah, but I mean, it's like, because you go on the underground too much, it like infiltrates your pores and it, you just uh, start, yeah. you just emit grey stuff. There was a fucking. There was a report out this week that uh, levels of uh, pollution affect uh, cognitive development. Yeah. And then side by side was a map of you know the sort of the the map of uh, uh, the pollution levels in London and how high <laughs> how much how far over the EU regulations they are. And I was like, oh, this answers many questions. Well, I mean, to be honest, I mean, if the Thames barrier ever fails, or they actually need to build another one because of global warming. So if it ever fails, um, my childhood home will be under 20 feet of water. So really, (laughs) this is not, this is a a problem for later because the, it will, the Thames Valley will be, you know, the area around the Thames will be obliterated anyway in 30 years. So who cares at this point? We've got the race riots to look forward to before that. So that's going to be fun. Well, you know, we've done that once. Uh, I think it's a couple of times. Mm, Yeah, exactly. I mean, I did, uh, I did write nostalgia. Well, I mean, I did live, I mean, this is a way back, but um, the BMP used to have a bookshop, uh, which was like their, yeah, I know. <laughs> what full did of, they have in <laughs> Like copies of Mein Kampf and things like that. Um, and uh, yeah, they it was near the Wimpy. Wall to wall, Enochville. Yeah, it was near the Wimpy in the, the, uh, the town I grew up in and was the focal point of a massive riot back in the 90s so um yeah it doesn't exist anymore thank christ but um yeah it was something back then i've always wanted to try wimpy i don't think we have any in, in northern Ireland. <gasps> you don't you need bastard. to try wimpy it's you it's, do you haven't no. lived until you've had a brown derby right i hear they give their prices in pence you, you they don't do. need to try wimpy it's just tragic you, you 
honestly, they have wholemeal I, bread. Well, I, well, hold on, Rich. I just, I, I just loaded up the Wimpy homepage, and the first thing that comes up is a massive pop-up featuring Danger Mouse. So I think I, I, I have to try Wimpy now. No, floats as well. They're well. Oh, the first place I had a Coke float. The first place I had a Brown Derby. Uh, yeah, happy memories uh, of Wimpy. Well, this is uh, well. If they don't have any in uh, in Northern Ireland, it kind of they're being dicks about it because on the homepage there's a find your local wimpy thing, and beside it they have a little outline of the British Isles, including Northern Ireland, but Northern Ireland doesn't have any little markers on it. So, oh, bummer town. Yeah, I think the um, I think the one I'm not sure if the one I used to go to when I was growing up still exists. I would say the the wedding the wimpy in Welling High Street. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, there isn't the one. Oh god! Right, hang on. Their website is truly awful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it does seem to be. Um, Find your way. Everything's a layer. I just pressed back, and it took me off the website altogether. My nearest <laughs> wimpy, I think, is fourteen miles away, in Huddersfield, home of Patrick Stewart and <laughs> Mills, and then in Rotherham, thirty-five miles away. So I won't well, be going. <laughs> I won't be okay, going. Okay, what, what, what's weird about this is I searched for, I pulled up <coughs> Google Maps and I searched for Wimpy and uh, the the first result it gave me was St. Mary's Christian Brothers Grammar School, which I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, they offer the same services. No, no, very different yeah. things. Yeah. So yeah, it appears Northern Ireland is Wimpyless. You lucky buggers. They're mainly found in bowling alleys now. That's so yes, uh, the white Xbox. <laughs> yeah, so it's like an Xbox and it's white. Yeah. And it comes with Fallout 76. Yeah. Which is weird because you would have thought if you're going to do a special Xbox to celebrate the release of Fallout 76, you would have made it sort of Fallout-y rather it's than almost, a white box. Yeah. It's, it's just a package like, though. It's not yeah. like a special edition. Yeah. Well, this, you know that I don't know. This is just me, you know, my uh, cynicism and bias talking uh, because I'm cynical about uh, Fallout 76. This might be Microsoft saying yeah, we don't really want to do a full limited edition console for this because we're not sure about it. Yeah, yeah let's did bundle you see- it with the white one. You know, you can have that. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be commercially available or if it's just like a one-off for an auction, but did you happen to see the Shadow of the Tomb Raider Special Edition Xbox One X, which they've put a considerable amount more effort into? Yeah. I mean, Microsoft, whenever they do, whenever they, you know, they've been, whenever they do limited editions, they've been known to go all out. Like not, you know, Mm. uh, I remember like Gears of War and Halo Special Editions where they didn't just, you know, it wasn't just in a special color or anything, but they actually molded, you know, they they redesigned the cases for them and added, you know, lighting effects and everything to them. So, wow, you know, Microsoft are known for going all out on these things. And, you know, so far for Fallout, they haven't. It looks pretty incredible, though, this Tomb Raider one. With its yeah. glowing light on top and everything. I kind of want that. And I don't even you like see the Tomb controller Raider games. As well. It's got like a vine wrap around it, the controller and all that sort of thing. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember that with yeah. my own controllers. How do you grow vines? I'll uh, you stand very so. still for a long time. Uh, <laughs> In the jungle. Provide a nutritive, yeah. rich environment. Oh, um, no yeah. chance there. Uh, uh, yeah. So also, as well as this, there was the White ahead. Elite Yeah, the White controller, Elite. Which... Not, not the Elite 2. No. Cry face. Yeah, we're still waiting for the news on the Elite 2. 
whenever. I mean, is it a thing? We don't know. We don't even know it's a so, thing. I think they're doing it despite us. You know, they mm. it was leaked so much. They're like, no, fuck you. You can't have it. Well, I mean, I sort of live in hope that maybe, you know, the, the elite, the first elite, the black one, is sort of in the two-year to 18-month age range now. So I wonder if there's some people who would be like, ooh, let me get a white one and want to get rid of their old, uh, old one and so. would like to sell it to me. What, do, <laughs> what does CEX do them at? I haven't looked, to be honest, probably far too much for my budget I mean I'm, so I, I sort of wouldn't want to pay more than 40 quid I already own two controllers and I'm the only one, one who plays this <laughs> yeah one of them is custom as well so I can't really say I, what I really need is a third controller for me to play on this box by myself <laughs> absolutely it's, it's annoying because it's not like that. there was a satisfaction back in the old days uh, back when all this were fields of you know even when you were alo- sitting alone in your you know your crappy bedroom lit by a CRT TV of looking at your N64 and seeing all four controller ports with a plug, you know, inserted yes. into them, you know, just leading down into, you know, the, the cupboard beneath which held the actual controllers. There was a satisfaction of that. Whereas now, you know, you can have, you know, our modern consoles can support like 16 controllers all linked up by Blu-ray, <clears> but <throat> you wouldn't fucking tell by looking at the box. No. hundred quid from CES. Mm-hmm. Too much. Or That's you can get the Gears of War Special Edition wireless controller. Uh, oh, is that an Elite one as well? Official? I don't think so. I, I think that's just... Uh, okay. It's 175 quid, though. I, no, it's okay, uh, Elite wireless controller. Gears oh, of War Special no. Edition with case and all parts. £175. It looks incredible. It looks like oh, it's yeah, got that's a, right, a because slash the Elite controllers. They come in a little hard shell carrying case they with do. all the They're bits included. Flaps, yeah. <laughs> flaps. Uh, <clears throat> I can't think of anything other than flappy paddles, though. That's the thing. Oh god! If uh, if they do bring the elite controller to the uh, you know the Xbox customization lab, so you can customize it. There's no way I can't order one with pink flaps now. <laughs> god. <laughs> We're adults, everyone. I still like, do you know what? I really like the official uh, Sea of Thieves controller. No, they don't. <laughs> no, no, well. no, not anymore. What's the next news story? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, this was the thing. <laughs> I found this pretty- on the web and it angered me a great deal. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> FIFA 19 Steelbook, four standard edition, no game included. They're selling fucking boxes now, people. That's what they're selling. This is the so you bought FIFA 19 in a in it in its regular box because that's what it comes in, and you're like, no, I I don't like this. This isn't good enough. I need a steel book. So Amazon will hook you up for just fifty six ninety nine. You can get them both together. This is taking the piss, isn't this taking the piss? I'm looking down at the uh, at the bottom, you know, along you know. Go- Customers also considered these things, and the, the prices seem to be, you know, quite. Uh, the crew to Steelbook two two pounds seventy three pence versus the Battlefield five one, which is another fifteen pound uh, case. It's just so it's so weird. Is there a crew two one? I haven't seen that. There's a I'm crew just... two one. It was listed. It was linked down, but it was. Um, uh, I'll drop it in the Slack. Might that be a, like an actual Steelbook edition of the actual game, though? No, it's just uh, Steelbook PS4. 
just the just the uh, uh, Amazon exclusive. This, these are Amazon exclusives. Oh, yeah, uh, it the, looks like the crew too. Yeah. Well, at least that's only two pounds seventy three. They're not asking sixteen quid for it. Yeah. I mean, I can sort I can sort of be with it for a couple of quid just aesthetically. I'd be like, okay, two quid. I like the look of it on the shelf. Maybe if, just throw it in if, with something else. Make up a delivery if, to twenty quid and get it free. Um, but sixteen quid, fuck off for that. Uh, okay, well, I would consider the idea that if you're adding something for fifteen quid, yeah, to to make up twenty quid, you, your your money, your numbers are wrong there. But um, yeah. No, I'm um, saying yeah. that if it was if you had like nineteen pounds oh, worth yeah. of stuff and then two pound on top of yeah. that, I'm not saying I've bought something for a fiver. I better put a steel book <laughs> on top of it to make it up. Yeah, no, that that's You're that's the that way around. Absolutely irresponsible. <laughs> no, no, well, I mean, yeah. but no. I mean, if you you know, I have nothing for or against steel books. Uh, I know Rich has a. Oh, I, uh, I hate them. A with fully, a a fully uh, rationalized uh, distaste for them, which I won't question. Um, but yeah, it is fully rationalized. <laughs> thing is, them. Mike, me, you and I, you and I can't really talk too much about aesthetic things as we are both purchasers of exclusively yeah. colored vinyl. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, a thing which you know has, oh, you know, man, you can I saw play the Star and, Trek Discovery. Oh, the Star Trek Discovery one is nice, but um, so nice. I wish I liked I just, the store more. <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped 40 quid on the latest Opeth colored vinyl, so I can't do it, but um, um, it's uh, yeah, it, it's that sort of aesthetic things which ultimately you know you could say, oh, well, I could just download the soundtrack for half the price. Oh, yeah. That's not the point. I mean, me, you, and I can sort of can't really haven't got much skin in this game because we spend money on things which are ultimately frippery. So um, I don't. I like a steel book. I've got a couple, but I mean, charging that for just that no game is naughty. Uh, my my only steelbook sort of uh, gripe uh, was from the early days of sort of the PS3, and even a little. It, no, it didn't really go into the PS4 era, but it was the early days of the PS3 when games started coming on Blu-ray. Mm. And the thing was, uh, Blu-ray cases are smaller; they're, they're shorter than yeah. standard, you know, DVD cases. Cases we're, we're used to Blu-ray size cases now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem was for a lot of games like um, Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that that had Steelbook editions, the people who make the Steelbooks hadn't yet updated their designs to take into account the, the PS4 size difference. So you would get a PS4 uh, game in the PS4 case, and then the Steelbook that came along beside it was taller than all of your other Blu-ray cases, which if you're a bit OCD <laughs> on your shelf, <laughs> Fucking, you know, it's it's so annoying. You can't, you know, do okay. Do I put this with the DVD cases so they're all the same height, or do I put it with the PS4 cases? Oh god. Oh, speaking of OCD, I didn't share the picture of my Minecraft books, did I? I'll put that in the Slack because this is the thing that absolutely made me vomit the last time because it was so fucking annoying. Um, oh, have they put them all out at different? No, the, the books are all the same size. Okay, but the spines are uneven. So this is now going in. It should be going in the Slack shortly. Sending, sending. Talk about yourselves. So yeah, it was it was those things that just make you puke when you're you know you are manicky like that. Oh yeah, all those books are the same size. Oh, why would they do that? I don't know. I was going to say, why have you got (laughs) six Minecraft books? Because they're different things. I mean, well, they were really cheap. Nether, so, to 
Yeah, so one's Redstone, Creative, Exploration, PvP, Minigames, uh, Nether in the End, and Enchantments and Potions. Okay. Um, because I thought that they would look nice on my shelf, but no. no yeah, that no, is, I think, the only reason those would be because it's, you know, because those contain no information that you, got, you can't find online. But yeah, I could see you know, the idea of a nice collection like mm. that would be would be nice, but they've really, they've ruined that. Oh, Exactly. Do you do you also with your Blu-rays and DVDs? You have them separately shelves. We do, yeah. Because they the Blu-rays, up, even yeah. yeah, even though yeah, I have the DVDs and Blu-rays, which is kind of annoying when I have like the Blu-ray. You know, a sequel comes out and I have the Blu-ray edition of it, but I have the original. You know, the first edition as a DVD, and I have to keep them separate. It's a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. we have them separate. Yeah, advertise also. Are you like us? Maybe you have it alphabetized because my game uh, alphabetized and well. by you know I, I separate uh, TV films and, and film. Yes, yes, we do yeah. that too. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> we it's so sad when I say it out loud. <laughs> we don't really own any Blu-rays at all. It's you either get it or you don't, and you know I, yeah. I, I totally get why people streaming is good enough quality. Really, that you know. There's very few reasons to own a Blu-ray. They put out most of the special features on YouTube, but I just, you know, for some things, certain things, I like to have the uh, the highest quality. You know, I don't want to have my own hard copy. Oh, I, like I, I have that. You know, I have Hannibal, all the Bond but, films know, on Blu-ray, but you know, I've got some Star st- Trek on Blu-ray. Yeah, and all Star that. Trek. Did you get that? Did you get that edition that had a, 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 an empty slot for Skyfall? I think it was I when did, it came yes. out. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what we got. It's a good good set that. Mm. Um, oh yeah, and the um, yeah, the, the, I got that too. The uh, Fallout uh, collection they did when Fallout Four launched. Uh, it was the original, you know, in the giant uh, nuke. Oh, the piece. giant mini nuke, yeah. The giant mini nuke. I have that, and they did the thing where they left a space for uh, Fallout Four to insert. But that, you know, mm. that's a PS4 game when I got it, so that's on the shelf. Its slot remains empty. <laughs> so, next story. I'm 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 looking at it. I know it's this makes sense. Well, Streets of Rage Four, Streets of Rage Four, such an old series. I would have assumed that they had surpassed four. No, they only went to three. They they went to three. So now it's there's a whole history about this. No, it's it's is it a series or a saga? (laughs) There's a whole history of it of games that were gonna become Streets of Rage Four and then were cancelled or moved on to becoming something else. Uh, They they were really popular side scrolling beat 'em ups on the Mega Drive. For those of you who don't know, oh, I've just realised I can play the YouTube video again behind my head. Massive on the Twitch channel. Um, they, they were great games. I'm a big fan. I have a couple of them on various different formats. They, there's actually a really good redo of them on the 3DS where they've made them all. They, they've got some great 3D, 3D things on it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I never thought I'd see a Streets of Rage 4 because they didn't survive the transition to 3D graphics. Yes, um, you're right. I think I've seen a few of these videos as well, where yeah. they look at sort of games that were going to be the 3D Streets of Rage, and the developer lost, or the, well, the publisher sort of lost, you know, lost confidence in it, so it went off and became its own thing. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah. So this looks like why not try it again? And why not? It looks gorgeous. I mean, does, I'm you know, the art style and everything. Yeah, I'm assuming that what we're looking at on this video is actually like 
game what they're aiming for yeah gameplay it's funny because it's a genre that sort of it was very popular back you know during its day and then as things as things transitioned to 3d uh a lot of the attempts to you know move the genre this it kind of became the modern hack and slash brawler you know the god of war yeah yeah uh type game that's what uh, streets of rage you know eventually became and the original thing was lost but it it was ne- it, ne- it was never not fun it never stopped being fun uh, the last game i played in this genre and it was one of the only ones for a long time was um the rather brilliant scott pilgrim versus the world video game uh which i think it's hard to get hold of i think it was a console was it a console exclusive uh scott it came out at the same time as the film, but right. it wasn't. It wasn't a spinoff of the film. It was. Uh, they based it on the the graphic novel, the original graphic novel, and it's it's so goddamn much fun. Uh, brilliantly retro, the art style they did it all in you know sixteen bit, uh, top down. You know, it had the same. It felt like an old style game, and that there were tons of secrets, and they were genuinely secret, and it could be incredibly tough. Uh, there was so much, you know, a remarkable level of depth to the game. Uh, and yeah, it's only available on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. Yeah, it was only available PS3 and Xbox 360. They haven't bothered bringing it to modern consoles or uh, even, you know, PC. It's really, it's so bizarre. Yeah. Because it was, and it was so good. It was really popular as well. So, and it's Ubisoft. So why the fuck didn't they? I, I don't get it. If they put this out tomorrow on Steam, I would buy it again. So I'm just looking on this article. So this is being published by the same people who are publishing Windjammers 2 and developed by the same studio that made the Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap game. Now, Windjammers, am I supposed to... Was this an old game thing, or is this a new game? Because it was part of the Nintendo Direct the other week, and people went crazy about it, and I'd never heard of it. And I'm, I'm wondering, was it like, hang on now, I need to just do it. Windjammers 2017, apparently. Well, I know there's like a PS4 version. Oh, no. There we okay. go. Okay, all right, games. so it was a relatively obscure Neo Geo release from the mid-90s. Yeah. And I think the first Windjammers, it looks like it was just like a port to modern, yeah, to yeah. modern systems. So this is now they're doing an original sequel to the, you know, the port of the 90s classic. <laughs> Interesting move. Windjammers 2 it is ju- planned it- for release on Nintendo Switch and PC in 2019. It does show what, you know, sort of reminding people of these classics can do. You know, it's, I could see, you know, it's a tactic, you know, you port the original to, you know, a modern console, and then if the interest is high enough, you go back and you actually do a sequel. That makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, it does. And uh, I think, you know, the original, I think the original two, at least, Streets of Rage games have been ported to everything under the sun. Well, like I say, I've got them on 3DS of all things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I think, yeah, you can, so Windjammers I could get on PS4 if I wanted. Okay. Yeah, because I think Limited Run Games did a release of that, right. and I ignored it because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Which is I mean, yeah, from the name alone, it's Windjammers, I assumed it was some sort of sci-fi thing, but it's actually like a volleyball game. I thought kind. it was about trying to stop farting. <laughs> <laughs> you see uh, what I did there? You see I what did. I did? Yeah. Wind jam. <laughs> Never mind. So anyway, uh, 
Streets of Rage 4. Looking forward to yeah. it. I'll probably get that. See, these are the games I want to buy digitally. That's that's cool. Yeah. Right, next story. Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. May Mike make that noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why your Xbox X is white is because Mike splooged all over it. Oh, God, yes. So this kind of, I was unaware that they were, uh, they did the, they did the thing that every fucker, every company seems to do now. They they suddenly put up a Twitch channel that's is streaming nothing for 24 hours. And then the news goes wild. Oh my God, millions of people are watching a Twitch stream of absolutely nothing. What's going to happen? And then they put out, you know, suddenly they, they put out the video. So this is a 48 minute uh, walkthrough of uh, a couple of missions from Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, it's the first ever gameplay reveal to the general public. And I almost wish they hadn't have done it. Why? Because, because I, it, <laughs> I want it more. And it's still, you know, it's still as far off as yeah. it is. I mean, I, it's still at the point where I, we don't know if we'll be getting this in 2019 or not. And having seen this, I just, I want it now. I want to play, even if I can just only play this section i want this now because it looks so goddamn good i still keep expecting the uh, ray tracing on logo to pop up in the bottom right yeah that it. is true yeah i did watch uh, i also watched a um uh, uh what do you call it a digital foundry video sort of breakdown because i was actually right one of the things whenever i was originally watching this i was slightly uh disappointed by the visual fidelity of it but then i realized that uh, the reason that things don't go sort of as high as some games do is because it's a massive open world. I realize that because they're, you know, games tend to go high detail if, you know, they are in small environments. Yeah. And whenever you go into, you know, massive wor- open world environments, the detail has to be spread out. And I realized that the reason that I was disappointed is because I was getting near that high level of quality in an open world game. So it wasn't quite as high, you know, it, it was just, I was confused basically by the quality on offer. And it's a, you know, I was kind of not taking into account how fucking impressive this thing is. Uh, and on subsequent watches, cause I've watched this multiple times. Of course I have. <laughs> um, I like the bit where, where they blow the man's legs off. Um, I, I, mm. I, yeah, I know. I, I've just flipped through it really. And I've done that several times because it does look incredible. It does. It, like you say, it's a long way off and there's, it's difficult to let myself get excited about something like that. Yeah. But this does look incredible. It does. Um, remind, you know, heavy uh, influence from uh, the modern Deus Ex games, they're saying, which, you know, is a good thing in my opinion. Uh, do either of you play the Deus Ex games? No, I haven't actually. Um, I own them, but I've never played them. All right. Well, they're it's they're both uh, both of the modern ones are sort of an interesting thing where they are they're not exactly they are open world ish in that they're sort of a hub city which is quite large, well, not quite large. It's you know it's fairly contained, and then during missions you go off into you know the separate uh, hub environments which, you know, have their own roots and everything. And then you're done with that. And you come back to the main world where things have changed. You go back, you know, you can investigate more and different things. It's, it's a nice size. And it looks like this is, but the, you know, this uh, cyberpunk is going to be taking that idea of lots of 
detailed, small environments, but applying it to a whole open city, which remains, you know, completely open the whole way through uh, to the point where they have driving and stuff in in your awesome future car. Uh, So, yeah, I, I, I want this so bad. Uh, there is talk, you know, depending on how long this comes, how long this takes to come, whether it'll be, whether it'll be able to run on, they're saying that this will run on PS4 and Xbox one. I'm sure it will. It won't look like this. It won't look like that. It will. Ha- I, I, unless they are like genuinely fucking wizards. Uh, I don't see how it could look anything like this, but there, there's talk about how this could end up, you know, if it, if it takes long enough, this could end up sort of being a. Uh, across generation across uh you know I, I kind of figured it was gonna be yeah already when they were i think during e3 when mm. you know when we saw anything at all it yeah the kind of, it, yeah it kind of felt like that was going to be the case and they said uh you remember that they announced the the hardware that they ran the trailer on and it was well mm. wasn't it like a 1080 and this yeah this 48 minute this thing is running a 1080 ti right yeah so So, look not even a ps4 pro or an xbox one x are getting near a 1080 ti no 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 they would have to have considerable comeback the good thing about that is this is if this is running on a 1080 ti by the time this does come out that's you know, we'll, we'll, we will already have, you know, the, uh, we'll definitely have the, the 20s, uh, and we will, if it takes long enough, you know, next year we're, we're expecting, we might see, you know, an actual, another uh, version, you know, the, the, the 3080 or whatever they're going to call it. So the 1080, that, you know, level of graphics card, which has normalized in price now, the, uh, the, uh, the, what do you call it? The Bitcoin mining. Yeah. Uh, boom seems to be over. So a lot of graphics cards are returning to their, you know, normal prices. So the good news is <laughs> this should be much more affordable for everyone. Uh, you know, come, come launch date whenever that is at some fucking unknown point in the future. Fingers crossed it'll be soon. I know I want it now. <laughs> And I, I feel bad for saying that because, you know, uh, CD Projekt, CD you know, they embrace the whole, well, you know, it'll be done when it's done approach, which results in truly fucking excellent games like the Witcher series. Uh, but I want it now. Well, speaking <laughs> of, of the Witcher series, I... you, you've got the card game to tide you over. Yeah, I'm afraid of that. <laughs> and they've developed in into a whole RPG game. Well, here's the thing. I, um, I'm afraid of this because I, whenever I started my Witcher 3 playthrough, I was of the opinion, right, I'm going to avoid Gwent for my initial playthrough. Right. Cut to, you know, several hours later. Where are the cards? I need the cards. Give me all the cards. I must admit, I right, so I haven't been back to the Witcher 3 yet because other you things... I, I fear it a little bit, yeah. But I did the Gwent tutorial thing. It doesn't I, grab you. I didn't get it. Like, it does not I, grab you initially. I, I had no idea what I was doing. And I just hit random cards and I won a game. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that can't be that great then, can it? If I can do that. <laughs> uh, so, it gets its hooked into you. Well, clearly they've got something here. It's not as, yeah. as straightforward as I was 
thinking it was. Yeah. The, you know, because they spun it off into its own standalone game, the Gwent, uh, you know, card game, um, which was multiplayer only. You know, it was PvP. I assume there was bots you could play against, but now this. They've been teasing single player, uh, an actual sort of quest for ages, but now they've announced that they're spinning it off into its own standalone game. Right. Okay, then. Yeah. So it's a spinoff of a spinoff called Thronebreaker, which won't require the original Gwent game and will be available on its own, which I don't know because I, 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 I don't know whether they promised this for free or not to, you know, as an expansion. But I imagine if they're launching it as a standalone thing, it'll probably they'll probably be pricing it higher than if it were a you know DLC for Gwent. Okay. But I think they have enough you know they have enough uh, goodwill banked from The Witcher Three that I don't I think people would be forgiving of that. Maybe so. Yeah. I I, I don't have much to say. It's a card game. I kind of yeah. wasn't aware that think- card games existed on computers until a little while ago. And now I know I'm I'm hopelessly uninterested in them, unfortunately. I know. It's remarkable the amount of, uh, if you go on to Steam and just filter by, you know, board games and card games, it's, it, it, there's shit tons of them. And I think, you know, yeah. while, the, while there are plenty, probably plenty of great ones out there, I think it's because it's quite easy to port, you know, to, to make a, to develop a, oh, a card yeah. game. It must be what? really easy. Yeah. Yeah, watch I mean, Bethesda you, try and sell us Caravan from Fallout New Vegas in a couple of weeks or something. I never got into any I of the games. I played as much Caravan as was required <laughs> to get the achievements and never played it again. <laughs> I, I don't think I even put there's not much effort. I was like, no, go away. I want to go shoot something. Oh, <laughs> uh, and yet in in Witcher, I was yeah okay. The first thing you all right, new town. Let's talk to everyone. Find out what quaint cards they have. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So speaking of getting things in game, <laughs> uh, there's this game called Fortnite that all the kids are playing. You know the one, and they launched on Android, but exclusively with a special skin you could get by playing the game on the Galaxy Note 9 or Tab S4. The trouble is, is that the people have basically been going into stores to just play Fortnite on these phones to get the free skin. Yeah, they've just been going in, downloading, because it doesn't lo- use uh, Google Play, they've just been downloading the you know the installer, installing it on the Samsung Galaxy, and just logging in with their account to, you know, and the, because the, the skin is applied to the account. And then you have the skin. You can go and use that skin on your PC. What is going on in Fortnite? I've not played for a couple of weeks. And now it looks, uh, same here. Like, looks like there's a mysterious cube. Yeah, there was. Okay, so beginning of the series, beginning of the season, there was the giant cracks in the sky. Things were disappearing and reappearing. Yeah. Uh, crack was getting bigger. Then all of a sudden, a giant fucking cube showed up out of nowhere and is now slowly rolling across the map. And uh, that's it. That's all anyone knows. It reminded me of the. Uh, have you have you seen the, the the giant cube? The pictures or anything, videos yeah, of the giant yeah, cube. Yeah, I'm looking at it's a giant a, rubber cube. Does it remind? No, here's a reference. Uh, did anyone uh, watch the kids show? It might have been slightly after your time. The CGI kids show reboot. Oh my god! I used to watch that religiously. I am aware of it. Yes. Yep, I also watched it religiously, and that was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah, reboot takes place in the inside a computer, 
and the uh, the sort of the every so often a giant cube will descend from the sky and drop down on the city and it's a game cube and everyone who's caught within the cube has to play like a video game their character you know they become characters in like a video game and uh that's that was the first thing that popped into my head i haven't seen any references you know to that within i haven't seen like any skins referencing reboot i don't know if the developers are even aware that reboot exists because it was kind of you know it had like two series and then it disappeared uh but yeah that was the only thing about this that you know caught my attention and now i really want a little reboot badge the best thing about <laughs> reboot is when they had um Mulder and Scully characters in it because X Files yeah. was cool, and the Mulder character was called Fax Modem. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, it was wonderful for puns, puns and which Data nobody Nully. got because of the era uh, that it was. You know, uh, it was uh, it was so early. You know, it was basically pre-internet. It was, yeah, because it was also Modem. <laughs> yeah, it was this. You know, uh, reboot popular pages. Oh, I hear a poorly built wookie oh this is bad Uh, (laughs) yes a poorly built wookie i hate it uh (laughs) i'm going while you look for that i'm going to mash in our last story because it's also Fortnite and android related uh it looks like there was was a a problem with the installer that epic games had made and google found the problem and rather than telling epic games they just went oh there's a problem with this um was that it Um, basically to be fair, I think uh, Epic were aware of the, the... The issue seems to be that uh, both Google and Epic were aware of this problem. Epic didn't want Google to disclose that there was a vulnerability. They said that they wanted... Uh, they put out an update to the game and they wanted to wait until more people had the update before they revealed that there was a vulnerability. And, uh, you know, the argument being that give us the opportunity to close the vulnerability before telling everyone about it. Yeah. Whereas Google were like, well, there's a vulnerability in our, in a game on our, on our system. And also fuck you. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, yeah. I can it's, see both sides. I can see both sides to this. And I can also see both, you know, Google's little, you know, dig. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's Google being a dig to be perfectly honest. I'm sorry, a little bit, but I yeah. really do feel like it is especially if they'd had a fix and it was already propagating out there. Oh, that's just being a dick. (laughs) I mean, yeah, so they've lost a shit ton of money by not getting Fortnite on the store, but still, they Google, they won't miss that money. And it wouldn't have made that much of a difference to them anyway. Um, Oh, Google. (laughs) Wah, wah. I mean, I get not wanting wanting to pay the 30, you know, percent. Uh, thing I, that that number does seem. I mean, even if they dropped it to twenty, it would seem more acceptable in a modern, you know, a modern environment where there are, you know, shit tons of. Uh, there's more, you know, developers, so it doesn't feel like Google would be losing too much doing that. Thirty percent seems a bit draconian. Well, it's it's what Apple gets, so they want to go with it. And if you can get so it, basically until you? Apple drop it, yeah, nobody that's else not going to happen. So <laughs> yeah. that's the way of things. Yeah. Uh, so that's all the news this week. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know what the the, the vulnerability really was, or how yeah. easy it was. You know, to because you know. Yeah, I don't know either. I have no yeah. clue, but I wouldn't be playing it on an Android phone anyway. 
but they did uh, that was another thing uh epic uh announced an incentive it mentions here at the bottom uh they they uh, uh quite a clever way to get people to do this they uh pushed for people to adopt two-factor authentication with fortnite uh by offering a skin an exclusive skin to people who did oh, i feel like i got that the boogie down dance i think i got that <laughs> I feel compelled to check now. Yeah. I can't wait for the future where we have like 15 factor authentications. So, you know, in order to load up, you know, Fallout, you have to give a hair sample, a blood sample, a retinal scan, oh. have your dental records checked, provide us, you know, a sperm, <laughs> you know, deposit. Why did I use the word deposit? Right. Hang on. Oh, no, that's Freudian. I can't check it wants to download two gigabytes of update. That wouldn't be good for us right now. No, it would not. Closing that <laughs> immediately. Yeah. So what have we all been playing this week? I'll give you two guesses. <laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah. I love it and, and I can't pretend that I don't. It. I've got books about it. <laughs> That's it's true. infected my brain. I've started having the dreams. Ah, there um, we go. Yeah, it's, but I can't stop playing the fucking thing. <laughs> um, it's just oh, so much stuff to do. And yeah, it's it's got a hold on me at the moment. Um, it, despite the fact that I it caused me to nearly scream into a pillow the other day um, because I fucked up so badly. What went boom? Oh me! Um, basically, <laughs> in the in in the game now, there is an achievement uh, to purchase a map from a villager so i don't know if you're aware but now minecraft has villages with npcs in um they will trade you stuff uh the currency is emeralds which are vanishingly rare to find in the world but they have um and they will give you them for stuff so wool coal string stuff like that um so in order to purchase a map you have to go through several stages you have to basically level up the card you have to find a village with a cartographer in it so that is not always a given that's yep, random so randomly generated, yep, randomly generated. so find the village with a cartographer in it sell and buy and sell several things from this cartographer until they will sell you a map with a um sort of a, a blank map so it's it's like brown and gray um and it will have a structure in it so the achievement is to buy a map and then go to the structure on the map and go inside and explore it right that's the achievement does it start brown and gray or is that just once you've got your filthy fucking hands on yes that's one once it's been in proximity to me uh no what it is is as you 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 start on the edge of the map but as you enter the chunk that the map depicts it starts to fill in with color so that's how you know that you're in the in the right ish place um Um, problem is on xbox now worlds are effectively infinite so the structure (laughs) that it the map it could be a kilometer away you could spawn on it or it could be spawn on it or it could be the other side of the the other side other side of the world so i basically went through all these steps and got the map um but unfortunately the structure that it gave me was one of the other side of the world ones so literally i've been walking in a one in a straight line for two hours and i was still nowhere near where um this thing was so i'm still walking 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 and i came across on the way a desert temple so i thought as i'm here um i'll have a look desert temples are booby trapped um i know this i know how to avoid the booby traps but i accidentally 
fucked up, set off the booby trap, exploded, and ended up 9,000 blocks the other way back at my house. Ah, um, I know. And I'm guessing your map is where you exploded. Gone. Oh, is gone, it just gone? Exploded. Oh, TNT, they, they are booby trapped with nine blocks of TNT. Right. So it's back, gone. Back, back when I was playing, I think explosives didn't blow up your stuff. They no, just blew up you and you can go back and get it. Everything. Oh. Well, regardless, even if I knew, I mean, because what I've been doing is that you can have the coordinates displayed. So what? when I come across a point uh, yeah. of interest, I write I write it down. So because I, my memory is not good enough anymore to just remember the list of coordinates of things of you know that I happen to pass on the way while I'm going in a straight line that's elsewhere. Um, but <coughs> I let curiosity overtake me. My stuff be gone uh so yes it was a case of when it happened um i put the controller down and i just left the room and did you, breathe, had, did you just you know employ some deep breathing exercises yes, for a there little was, while there was some things of just ejecting the disc out of my xbox and just i mean but it's the closest i've come to just purely primal screaming in <laughs> just i mean the thought of having to start again Mm. just i i mean I, I didn't play it for a couple of days but then i think there's there's something quite about minecraft is accepting that you're going to fuck up yeah. a lot especially if you're on your own which i am uh, i mean there's a lot of people who play in big servers and like you know you go and fight the wither and the ender dragon and stuff like that there's six of you you can tolerate one fucking up where it's just me it's I mean, losing your stuff is devastating. I think I've lost three Never times mind. more diamonds than I've actually used in Never, any yeah. sensible way. Never um, mind if you were holding the group's only map. Yeah. And that, yeah, I can imagine that being, oh, you would get swatted. I would get... I would accept it as well. I would open the door. I deserve it. Um, but yeah, it's... it's. Le- I mean, there is... A, a, I mean... There's a certain amount of that you, despite these sort of things, which are, are so profoundly frustrating, I still find myself going back to it. I'm still going back to it. I still really enjoy it. Um, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's just a simplicity or you can just do whatever you like or, you know, the, I don't know what it is about it, but I'm still going back to it. And even though that happened to me and yeah, I mean, just fucking just the hollow feeling inside of me when it happened <laughs> was just, um, oh dear. So yeah, I'm still really enjoying it. And um, yeah, see, I, I, still, I, would... I still have the desire to go and do all these things, which is insane. And I don't know what it is. See, the, the closest I can think of that that happened to me was last time whenever I lost my, you know, 30 hour No Man's Sky save because the game mm. decided to corrupt it. But the thing is, when that happened, I felt relief. So I can't, yeah. I can't quite empathize with you. It's been, it's been a long time since something that bad happened to me in a game. Yeah, I mean, but on the scale of it, it's not bad. I can get. I mean, now I've leveled up the villager. I can just go and get another map. That's easy. I, I mean, the thing that's bad is walking, and I still have no much. I've got no idea how much further I've got to go. But do I will do it. But, they, have uh, they do have they? mounts, but the thing, the seed that I'm on, my the, the one, the seed that I'm in, um, has got quite a lot of oceans, and the horses don't uh, fit in the boat. So, uh, can you not ride dolphins? I'm amazed they haven't added that. Do they, they have, have dolphins? The, you can't ride the dolphins. You, the, you can swim much faster now, so you can actually properly like do a front crawl type swim. And uh, if you're swimming and the dolphins come by you, you can like get in their slipstream and go quicker. Oh, yeah. But yeah, th- uh, that is. Um, 
they have there are a couple of other things as well like uh, they have a, a new um, a mob called the drowned which is like a water zombie essentially Lovely. and they uh drop I do love that um, the lore of minecraft when you look into it it's dark <laughs> it's it is yeah it's dark. quite dark uh they they drop tridents which you can then enchant to you know propel you through the water quicker but that's a massive pain in the ass it, it's just easier just to build a boat out of like five wood and just Sure. boat there uh but yeah it's um oh yeah so the wheeze that i came up with yesterday which is something that i think is cheating but i think is it's traveling the cheating and in innovation border for me mm. um i basically copied my seed uh and put that one in creative so now i can fly so basically i fly to all the points of interest write the coordinates down and then i can just go there in my <laughs> in my legitimate save and then i know where i'm going um found a stronghold that, that way which was marvelous i didn't have to kill a bazillion endermen and make ender eyes and stuff like that so i recommend that, is, that for cheating that is quite um, clever right, yeah so that's it. I, that. I, saw, I can live with myself for it because i feel like it's innovative rather than just straight up cheating uh which was the my wheeze that i came up with yesterday i'm sure there's a load of minecraft people like uh, of course um but uh yeah i just thought of that yesterday and it's working quite well so far so <laughs> i think <laughs> i'll Fair just enough. go with that yeah, play it your way. <laughs> I'm yeah. all for that. Um, yeah. uh, that's the nice thing about Minecraft. You can, you can, you can do you. Um, one thing I was going to, I was actually going to go and buy if it hadn't been quite so much money. Actually, one that I saw uh, on Steam, which came out the, I think it's what is it, two something hospital? This one that's a successor to Theme Hospital. I don't know if you I've guys have it. heard of this. You've got it. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell me how it is? Because I'm not quite in the ooh twenty quid. It's, it's really in, good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's really I'm, good. I, I might, <laughs> I've only put about I've put about six round. hours into it, and I'm really oh, enjoying okay. it. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm done. So if you guys, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, should we do that? Because it did nicely, it nicely yeah. segues into mine. Yeah, yeah. So I um I uh, two point hospital. I accidentally pre-ordered this a few weeks ago. Uh, I thought I was buying it. It was like a. Oh yeah, I did. Genuinely, there was a sale on. Uh, I knew I'd been paying it. I'd been keeping up with the game because it looked interesting. And there was a sale on like one of the other sites, like Fanatical or something, that yeah, activated I'm, for Steam. I'm just looking, and I was now. like, oh, oh, this is out. And I bought it for you know the twenty quid or whatever. And then I activated it on Steam, and I was like, okay, bought part, you know, activated, no problem. Okay, uh, where's the install button? <laughs> and then I, I I went to the store page, like, oh. Oh, August 30th. Okay. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, it's, you know, I, I try not to pre-order games in, in nowadays and just to, for an accidental pre-order to occur. But um, it preluded, I preluded it the other day and it unlocked, I think, uh, yesterday. And it's really, really good. It's, uh, I never played the original theme hospital games. All right. See, I played the shit out yeah, of the hospital back in the day. Were good games. I never oh, played so oh, much a good fun. game. Uh, uh, so this is sort of my first um, encounter with it, and it is—it's really fun. Uh, it, it it seems to have uh, it has it's really simple so far. I've only put about six hours in. I've only doing done like uh, the first the uh, the way you play it. Uh, I don't know if there's like a full creative mode where you can do your own thing, but the way you play the story is you—it's um, very modern. Uh, almost like a mobile game in a way in that you start with a hospital, a beginner hospital. And the idea is you have certain tasks that they, you know, they tutorialize it by asking you to do certain tasks that unlock more and more things that increase the the level of your hospital. 
and each hospital has a rating out of three stars. And once you've got the first star in any hospital, you can then move on to the next hospital, which, you know, will be bigger, but will have its own, you know, things to introduce to you. Or you can continue at that hospital to get the full three stars and unlock more, you know, unique items. And uh, I think as you play through, you know, you can unlock all of the gameplay mechanics just by playing, you know, getting to one star on each hospital. Like the next hospital will still introduce you to, you know, the idea of, you know, leveling your, uh, your staff or training them in spe- specific, you know, things that you want them to be good at. Uh, but if you want more unique items to help you and help improve the quality of the thing, uh, then you should be aiming for three stars on each, uh, hospital. It's, it's really fun and easy to play, uh, in that whenever you're building your hospital, you can, there's never a point where you are screwed. You can always go and edit things, uh, adjust rooms. Yeah. Cause the, the core concept is you build rooms and then you apply a, a worker to that room, be they a doctor or a nurse, an assistant, whatever. Okay. But when you've built a room, you can go back, you can edit that room. You can pick the whole room up and move it around to a different part of the hospital. You can, you know, switch, you know, you can rotate it, uh, drop it down, change its dimensions, move stuff around. There's never a cost for that. Uh, so you're always able to, if you need, if you suddenly realize, oh, I need to make room for this thing because there's, you know, an influx of uh, this particular kind of patient, you can do that. No problem. You're never punished. It's always fun. And the thing, the real winner for me, though, is for a simulation game or a management game to be fun for me, it has to be funny. It has to, you know, be entertaining. And the sense of humor in the game is just spot on. It's uh, it's very British, very dry sense of humor. It's heavy on puns. Yeah. Uh, All the, you know, you have these, you know, diseases, people with uh, light bulbs for head who are suffering from lightheadedness. Uh, I've had plenty of, uh, Freddie Mercury's r- walking around. There are people suffering from, uh, mock star disease, <laughs> uh, people with monobrows coming in to be treated. Uh, the monobrows then, you know, uh, actually come up, come off of them and we'll start crawling around the hospital and you have to, you have to kill those. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. Uh, and the in-game radio is always amusing that, you know, there's people making announcements over the tannoy. I was I was instantly charmed to it because one of the first things it uh, introduces you is there's a pop up whenever you start needing to introduce a janitor. Uh, right. There's a giant pop up that comes up labeled Charlie Work, which is a uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia reference. And I it just uh, you know it was like oh, okay all right you got me I'll be playing this for a while. I kind of really want to be playing this now actually. It's really yeah. fun. It's just and it is it's remarkable in that it's uh as I've been playing over the past two two days uh you know I I played 6 hours and it doesn't feel like that. It, you start playing this thing and you'll look up and genuinely last night I looked up and I swear to god an hour passed in about 5 minutes. And I was genuinely taken aback by that. Usually, you know, you say that and you're being slightly facetious. Like, I didn't notice the time, but I genuinely felt like, what the fuck happened? Uh, And another thing that I really, really like about this, and I haven't seen this in this kind of game uh, in a long time, it allows you to reach a point of equilibrium where the game will start playing itself. 
you know, you can reach a point where you have all the right stuff in a hospital. Yeah. And most simulation games that they will constantly be piling more and more pressure on you in order to push you to constantly feel challenged because of the, 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 the you know, the, the idea that if the player is just comfortable, it won't inspire them to keep playing that, you know, if the player is comfortable, they'll just be like, okay, I'm done now. I love watching a game play itself. Oh, whenever yeah. I've sort of put everything in right in the right, uh, you know, uh, the, when I've cr- created the right conditions for things to just continue without me needing too much direct involvement, I really like that. Uh, the last time I remember that happening in a game was Viva Pinata. Bizarrely, that, God, that was years how, ago. That's a long time ago. That was an early three sixty game. Back. Yeah, that was rare. That is, yeah, that was rare. That was the last time I remember sort of sitting back and just watching my little creation live on its own, knowing that, you know, at any point I can jump in and improve stuff and, you know, introduce new challenges. Um, I also really like the, uh, the sort of art style in it. Uh, it's, it's a weird sort of, it took me a while to put my finger on it while I was w- uh, watching it. Cause you can get right down into it. And it's, it's a nice sort of medium, you know, it's not hyper detailed. It's just a nice level of detail. But the I was looking at it and I was trying to figure out what am I looking at here? This doesn't, uh, what am I? And it, it suddenly clicked on me. Ardman. Yeah. Ard, yeah it Ardman is. animation. Yeah. It's very uh, Wallace and Gromity. You know, the proportions, uh, you know, the, the, the choice of the level of detail in there. So, uh, and again, it has that very British sense of humor. They, I mean, aesthetically, I mean, and and everything else, really, it's very reminiscent of Theme Hospital and like Is the humour and yeah, the way that just looking at you know how that you sort of go out building the hospitals and the, the you know the diseases and the machines and basically how, how you employ doctors, nurses, janitors, mm-hmm. it's almost exactly the same as uh, as Theme Hospital, but it's sort of obviously sort of upgraded for for 21st century sensibility. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, considering that I, how much I played the hospital, how much I love that game. Um, it's, I would expect for you, it's, you will find that if it's anything like theme hospital, suddenly it will become unbelievably hard, uh, which is my it's, experience of theme hospital. I can tell that no one yeah. has seen the end of that game because Having, it, <laughs> yeah, it seems very accessible, but, uh, yeah. at the same time, oh, there are like, there are like tabs and sort of things, uh, hiding under the surface that I've had a look at that sort of belie the idea that this will get tougher, you know, uh, yeah. as you, as you continue through. And I don't know if there is a mode, uh, like I say, I don't know if there's a mode that lets you like build your own hospital, uh, as it works, as it works now, when you move to a hospital, you know, the, the structure is built, you just fill it with rooms. Uh, um, and, you know, as stuff. I understand with theme hospital, I mean, from what I, I mean, I never saw the actual end of it, as I say, <laughs> but you, you had a building and then you filled it with rooms, but then you had an option to move into like new premises and like, you know, well, like yeah. build it, have extensions and stuff. Yeah. But, that's, uh, yeah. That's usually has, part uh, surrounding, of surrounding the hospital, there are plots of land that you can buy, yeah, so which uh, exactly when you buy the same, them, you know. Yeah. When you buy them, they, you know, they automatically become a new building. You know, you don't decide the shape of it or anything, but then you can fill that with more rooms and it's connected. I mean, does, does it have a thing that when you hire new staff, um, when in theme hospital, when you went to hire new staff, you'd have like a book and it would like flip through all the available things and it would have like, um, like the janitors, like, you know, this person's efficient, this person's this, yeah. or you'll have like saying, you know, incredibly shifty. And things yeah, like absolutely. That. It does. Uh, it has a little, love, personal, yeah. a little personal thing that, you know, you yeah. have their, their qualifications, what they're good at, what they can do. Can they upgrade machines? Can they, uh, yeah. can they capture ghosts? Cause yeah, you're, you know, people will die. 
on you and yes. then they become ghosts and you need to have a janitor who will walk around and hoover those ghosts up. Um, yeah, and the le- you know, just the level of animation that goes on, it's, it's charming, I would say. It's, it's, you know, it's very charming. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. They have a sort of snooty, pretentious radio DJ uh, mm-hmm. making announcements. And uh, I like the Tannoy. I like the Tannoy announcements, you know. Yeah, they used to have a Tannoy in there. Yeah. yeah. Maintenance announcements. Plants require water. You're like, oh shit, okay, fine. Stop, <laughs> yeah. stop being so passive aggressive. I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, yes, I mean, very passive aggressive. There, there, yeah. there was points in Theme Hospital where it was just descending to total chaos. But I mean, you, I mean, it, there was frustrating when you're trying to build rooms and things are exploding and literally death is stalking the corridors and the place is full <laughs> of rats. But you always like were enjoying it, even though yeah. everything was going to shit. And, and that was the real joy of Theme Hospital that I sort of went back to it over and over again because, was, you know, yeah. even failing on that scale was fun the thing you said there about you know how you never saw the end of the game it, no. it just occurred to me and all the time i've been playing it so far that hasn't been a consideration i've you know the idea yeah. that there is an end to this you know that uh, that's almost disappointing you well, know i, I mean just, just with, I, the, the, the experience of playing it is just so fun <laughs> yeah i think I mean, that's the main difference, I think, because obviously when I was playing this in the 90s, there's only so much information you could put on a disc then. Um, So, yeah, I mean, because in the old thing hospital, the idea was that you sort of managed hospitals. And as you met the criteria of one one hospital, it was like set up like a like a spiraling kind of board game that you would move move on to the next hospital. And then you would sort of work your way in. Yeah, I've noticed a little um, pop-up saying that you can compete with surrounding hospitals. Yeah. So maybe that's going to become because it does seem you know they're whole they're very on the nose about you know this being the theme hospital successor. This is you yes. know essentially a, the, the model, which is an interesting thing that sort of happens with a, a lot of theme games like you know a lot of well uh, you see this with a company has the rights to you know a, a beloved franchise and then they somehow manage to fuck it up. Yeah. Hello, EA. Um, and then you, you end up with a spiritual successor from, you know, a bunch of another, you know, indie developers who've set up to create this thing. So, you know, Two Point, who are, you know, who who made the original thing? Bullfrog. Bullfrog, wasn't it? Yeah. Bullfrog, yeah. right. So I wouldn't be surprised if there were some Bullfrog people. Employees. In yeah. I think it's made by the same people. Right. There you go. Like, so, I mean, I'm still waiting for my. The, 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 I want sort of like the same experience I had when the the first roller coaster tycoon. Not mm. all these sad, you know, two and three yeah. and all these other ones. They they mean nothing to me. I want the kind of the the experience I had with like the first one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's fact, another. Yeah. yeah, the modern, the current roller coaster tycoon game that's being made. It's been a bit of a disaster, I think. Yeah, and then, but then the sort of in the inverted commas kind of spiritual success things like Scream Ride and that sort of thing have yeah. not kind of filled that Planet gap. Coaster's so another one, I think. Planet Coaster. Yeah, Planet Coaster. You know, nothing, nothing's ever come as as close to you know the fun that I used to have in the first Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, so yeah, it's well, I'm, it seems, I'm, the know. fact that this has come along, it, it sort of it, it gives me great joy because I had so much fun playing the the OG Theme Hospital. Um, that, well, this uh, is yeah. my first. My first, you know, my first taste of it. So, and I'm absolutely loving it. So, yeah. I, I, and I would say, you know, twenty quid is, you know, it's it. You'll get twenty quid's worth out of it. But if you want to wait for yeah. it to come down a bit, I'm, 
might wait That's for a sale. Right. I mean, because just, yeah. just because I've got like a bunch of other stuff in the pipeline. But um, yeah, I mean, when I saw, you know, looking at the videos and stuff, I was like, oh, just great waves of joy um, happened because it was, you know, all the fun I used to have playing me, like me and my brother, you know, crowded around our PC on like our dining room chairs going, <laughs> we need another inflation room and things like that. It was, yeah, it's, um, it, I, I will get to this at some point, definitely, because yeah. it just looking at the videos, it's all the it's, reviews it's are like overwhelmingly yeah. positive you know everyone yeah. uh saying that it's not just you know a great game but it's you know the perfect successor to the yeah. thing so uh, so yeah that's i've been putting some time into that because that uh that managed has managed to draw me away from yakuza for a while uh, as did i i finally pl- uh, put in some time into cultist simulator mm-hmm. and i am dumb <laughs> And that's not well, true. I, I, I don't am know what to tell dumb you. as hell. I, right. It's so annoying because the cultist simulator, it's so complicated, so complex that I couldn't even understand an online guide to it. I broke down after like an hour of playing and not being able to understand a goddamn thing that was happening. It's so obtuse. They come up with their own names for it and it's all card based. So you have like a giant tabletop and then you have a, you start off with a, uh, a card for work and the idea is that you work give, you start off with a certain amount of health and money and you like you drag your your health card onto the the work card and that begins you you're trading uh health to you know for work and then as you do that you then unlock a study card and a talk card and uh, a dream card and yeah, an explore card and you as you go through you unlock more and more these unlock more and more cards which you use on those cards in order to uh, and i just i could not yeah definitely not I, feeling this i could not because like there are things like you know you earn reason and you can spend you know so like when you're working you you decide to work and you know it comes up you can also spend reason on work in order to do your work better or you can use passion to do your work better in a different way. And each thing unlocks more and more things that you have, no, you know, no way of understanding. And the game has zero tutorialization at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so is, when this, I broke, is this an alpha build or something? Is this, is no, this, this is, a early access or is this a full game? Yeah, I think this, this is, is a full game. Fourteen ninety nine. Uh, that's a bit people, spoiling because you'd, you'd hope maybe this... Are, yeah. yeah, for the people who are able to understand it, apparently it is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and they say that if you keep keep on playing it, you will eventually. But I'm, I just I looked at it and then I, I I broke down and I went and looked at the guides, and like I kept reading and rereading the guide and my eyes just kept glossing over and I was like I I will never understand this game, and I don't I didn't feel like the amount of well the, the amount of effort I would have to put in in learning to understand the game I didn't feel like I would get you know an equal amount of enjoyment out of it in the end so with regret i i uh, uninstalled and uh, refunded it oh that's a shame um, yeah. you, you would sort of hope that maybe in the you know maybe with some feedback they might introduce some sort of tutorial aspect maybe. to it that's maybe why i was sort I'll, of I'll, hoping it was in early it. access or something no yeah. it's the, it seems it seems to be you know fairly uh fairly finished, finished I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah i'll keep an eye on it um it did. Uh, it's annoying now because that's two 
cult simulator games that have disappointed me. <laughs> what we need uh, is something that works like uh, exactly. park simulators, but I want, you run yeah. a compound. I that's, want that. That's what we want. That's what I want. I want it to be, you know, I want it to be entertaining and dark as shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's exactly what I want, uh, but it doesn't seem to exist. I mean, if you, you know, if you just, I, I decided to do a Steam search for games, you know, along with Cult in, you know, the, the name or the tag. And there's very, you know, there's a lot of like single player narrative games, but there's no Sims, you know. And add on for Rocksmith featuring Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you know, Rich. You've been uh, like myself. You've been involved with uh, a number of cults over the years, both as a follower and as a leader. Uh, you have more fun <laughs> as uh, a follower, but you make more money as a leader. Uh, oh man! Imagine if it was like true. a simulated game, though. It's like you earn three stars on Umshin Rikyo. Would you like to move on to Jonestown? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Give me that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah, want. I would say and that. I want it with like this Ardman style. You know, I want to see. I want this in theme hospital. I want to have a basement in my theme hospital. You, you wouldn't right. you use like real names of things. You, you yeah, where I could like harvest people's blood and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't really call it Jones. That would be tasteless. That would be tasteless. Unlike the punch, uh, which I hear was delicious. How would yeah. you hear that? Uh, <laughs> there were zero reviews. Escaped. There were zero. Well, yeah, but none no of the good reviews. <laughs> zero stars <laughs> on TripAdvisor. Yeah, specifically the ones who escaped. You can't trust their reviews of the punch because they fuckers didn't drink it. Yeah, exactly. They were they were uncourteous guests. Um. But yeah, so that didn't draw me away. Uh, but I have been playing more uh, Yakuza Zero, uh, of course. Of course. And I only moved on with the uh, the story uh, yesterday. I, I spent another week uh, just in the. Uh, well, I spent another week sort of split between two tasks. Uh, the first was running. I finished the uh, the hostess club, the, the the cabaret club mini game. Um, I put in, you know, I unlocked, I beat all my rivals, unlocked all my hostesses, and I've leveled them all up and completed all of their, uh, each one has a little mission. It's not really a mission. They're like basically a little story sequence, a, a little more than a cutscene once you've, you know, uh, talked to them enough. Uh, so I did, all, I, I did all that and I thoroughly enjoyed that, but I, I did realize <laughs> Uh, at the point in which you on, I've unlocked, you unlock the ability to run the, the cabaret club in the story. Uh, no spoilers, you know, but you've encountered a blind woman who is on the run from the Yakuza and you've hidden her away in like a dingy warehouse uh, and she's completely on her own. She's completely helpless. It was at this point that I went and did the, uh, the, the cabaret club minigame, which every time you play it, every time you do it, the, it's done that you're opening up for the night. And you're, you know, doing having having a night's worth of customers, and then you know the next day you you put in all your training, and then you open up again for another night. And having done some just basic estimations, I left a defenseless blind woman alone in a warehouse, locked up for about a month. Oh, I'm sure she was fine in the end, though. I really wish there was a special cutscene. 
There just wasn't, though, sadly. Just, there wasn't, just sadly. everyone gets their own ending, like in like an RPG, when you find out what happens to everybody, and it's yeah, just a moldering yeah, corpse in there. Sadly, Makimura Makoto, is, uh, she's fine. Uh, I went back to her. She was, uh, <laughs> she was her usual uh, sad uh, self uh, hiding alone. Uh, the other thing I did though was I I kind of did the Yakuza equivalent of unlocking the infinite money cheat, which is there is uh, you're introduced to, uh, fairly on in the game. There's a, a a class of character called Mister Shakedown, who is a giant like twice the height uh, of everyone else on the map. I have seen Mister Shakedown, whatever Mister Shakedown, Mister Shakedown's yeah. a ballback. Um, uh, the idea is he walks around slowly around the, the map, uh, around the open world, and whenever y- you bump into him, he it- won't run after you like normal enemies will to engage you. He'll just walk, so you can always avoid him. But the idea is whenever you uh, fight him, if he wins, he takes all your money. If you win, you take all of his money. Yeah. And the problem is he is a tank He's huge. He uh, has a, a big health bar, and your attacks do very little damage against him. So when you fir- when you initially encounter him, you uh, the only real way to beat him is to sort of it, it's 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 so cheap. Uh, you just sort of you build up your uh, your special bar with uh, attacks and dodges, and then you pull out uh, a weapon and use a special attack on him which will do like maybe you know a, a third of a health bar damage to him and then you rinse and repeat every time you fight him he goes up a level and he gains a whole new health bar so the first time you fight him he has you know one health bar the second time you fight him he has two levels of health bar the this- more and more you fight him the more money he is worth but also the longer it takes to fight him and the thing about him is until you are well into the game he has attacks that can take you out in one hit there are times i've spent about 10 minutes fighting the motherfucker to have him suddenly land one attack while he was on his bottom you know his last health bar and just take me out and round to the last 10 minutes uh you know pointless and i'm gonna admit this to you i see if scum the fucker i legitimate strategy legitimate strategy because i've lost multiple I, at one point, I lost like a billion yen to the fucker, and I was like, <laughs> "Load, save." No, I'd sort of gotten used to the you know the method of spamming him with the the strong attacks. When I heard about a weapon called the zap gun, uh, the zap gun is a special shotgun you can uh, you can unlock. Unfortunately, there are two methods to unlock it, and both of them are random as shit. One of them is literally the uh, million yen. Uh, uh, what do you call them? The vending machine. <laughs> Vending machines, there's the ones. I was going to say cash machines, but the vending machines. I spent about half an hour, again, save scumming it to try and get the it to unlock from there, and it couldn't. It just didn't unlock for me. I got literally everything out of the vending machine except for that gun. So the other method is, um, as Majima, uh, you have the ability to send... There's a shop you can go, a weapon uh, smith, who you can send uh, agents around the world uh, uh, you pay them a certain amount. You send them to different locations around the world, and they can unlock uh, different weapons or different recipes for weapons. And there is one location you can send one to that he has a chance of unlocking the zap gun. And I spend about another fifteen minutes 
sending the you know safe scumming to get that but eventually i unlock the uh the zap gun and the zap gun is mr shakedown script tonight uh you, you just each one has uh, 18 rounds in it and you just unload into the son of a bitch and it takes down about a quarter of his health bar each time more if you've hit him in the back and i can take him down in less than a minute now and at the point where i'm at in the game each time you take him down, it's worth about a billion and a half yen. So I, uh, as Majima, I have infinite money. Well, there you go. Well done indeed. Uh, it's worth so, the perseverance. And, yeah, it's it's so good. It's 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 really just so so uh, enjoyable after having spent so long uh, doing it. And the thing is, uh, because Majima and Kiryu level sort of independently. Uh, I know that going into now that I'm jumping back because uh, I've continued the story a little bit, I'm jumping back to uh, Kiryu and I'm having to do story missions now. But I know that once I'm back in the the open world, uh, I'll be able to buy a zap gun as Kiryu, and that fucker's dead. <laughs> so well, all of a sudden, I'll be able to level <laughs> Kiryu up to because, of course, the way you level up in in Yakuza Zero is uh, eating money. So that's gonna be fun, indeed. Arson's playing. So that's uh, all I've been playing. Yeah, Arson's playing Kiwami Two downstairs. Oh, I, I is jealous. It looks quite spectacular. I must admit. Yeah, I was. I was. I'm almost. I'm really annoyed at discovering that. I thought it was going to look like Kiwami One and Yakuza Zero. Finding out that it it looks that goddamn good. Yeah, it looks nicer. And not knowing when it's going to come to PC is. Uh, is a bit because <laughs> uh, they still haven't announced the release date for Kiwami One on PC. They say it'll be here before the end of the year, but who knows? Well, uh, yeah, still no release date on Steam. Well, I've had a fairly boring uh, gaming week. Lots of F one. Oh, it's just occurred <laughs> okay. to me what I managed to do while you were talking. Can I put my switch on the thing? Oh uh, yeah, I uh, just before we go, oh, yeah, I found okay. a, there was a there was a video online. Uh, I don't know if it was online today. I'm, I'll go into my history and link it. But there was a video online explaining why uh, third party switch docks are having so many problems. Oh, it's something to do with the voltage, and it's to do with Nintendo. Instead of conforming to USB C standards, they're yeah. using the USB C port, but they have their own uh, they have their own protocol for handling voltage. And the interesting thing about it is that the reason that it's bricking switches is that uh, there's so many, you know, uh, protocol problems with people using the wrong protocol. But the, the interesting discovery was made that even the official switch dock, the protocol is bad. <laughs> like even oh, there, yeah. there is it, a chance your switch dock will brick your switch. It's uh, yeah, it, it's just a mess. And it looks like until there's a hardware revision for, you know, the switch, uh, there's not going to be any way to fix this. So basically don't use a third party dock. But even if you don't use a third party dock, you could be fucked. <laughs> yeah, basically. But yeah, that's just a little PSA <laughs> I thought I'd put out there for anyone who's stuck with us this long. <laughs> People are still here. Don't worry. Oh my God. Uh, I've also been playing the blob on on the switch and uh it's very good it's very entertaining uh i've been reading reviews of the sequel however and it has become 
yeah, the obvious problems with it. Uh, It's a game that was made for the Wii. And Um, now it's a game that's being translated to a a console that has controllers. Uh, And so there are quite a few sort of annoying, frustrating uh, parts in the game where, you know, it's clearly made for something completely different. Um, and, and apparently the sequel is not. So, you know, that, that's yes. something else. Uh, the, the only place, the place that it's most common to encounter that nowadays is uh, there's a lot of PC games you get which have been out on mobile first. Yeah, yeah. And rather than adapt for the difference between, you know, a mobile interface, you know, for touchscreen, they just sort of put it on PC. So you have giant buttons placed wide, you know, widely apart. You have to move your, you know, your cursor from one side of the screen to the other to do, you know, simple things. But yeah, I suppose that is a problem with the, you know, a lot of Wii generation games is how do you adapt motion controls into, I mean, the, the switch does have motion controls. Yeah, but it does. But yeah, 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 you don't want to have to same. use them. Um, but it, it, it's a fairly, I'm enjoying it as a game. The music's fantastic and it's just fun, nice gameplay of just coloring things in. Um, that sounds fun. I, I'm, planning on getting the sequel which apparently as i say works with controllers better because it's from a it's a ps3 xbox 360 game uh i'm also realizing now as i play it for the people watching the live stream that uh my all my progress on the last level is just fucking gone here so that's annoying but anyway it's just a computer game. I'll play it some more. Uh, that, that's actually been the most interesting thing. And I, I was yeah. going to like really get into it and do a review. And then the fucking sequel came out and I kind of feel like, well, I should play them both. Um, and that sort of thing. And then I started messing with green screen and that was my week really, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm genuinely pissed off with how easy it is to do green screen. now. <laughs> Because you know, working with you know fucking uh, mini DV tapes on a fucking uh, you know, the college had an actual you know room for green screen, and it was a pain in the ass to get it to work. Yep. Uh, now, you um, fuckers, you just throw up a curtain. <laughs> really, is just a curtain. That's I mean, all it is. A lot of you know the Logitech, the sort of current, uh, the the newer uh, webcams, they are able to do you know green screen without a green screen. They're able to sort of you know detect. Yeah, mask. It's a bit dodgy, but you know. Yeah, I, I something. I've, I, I've seen that sort of working. Uh, I got a what is it? The the program that comes with my capture card uh, has that uh, as a, a functionality, and you sort of get it as a free trial. So if you like it as a function, give them thirty five yeah. quid for it. I did not like it as a function. It, it, it just sort of tries to find edges of things, yeah. and then intelligently mask it was some the- applications are good some are bad logitech apparently are very good at right. it in some of their you know built-in software but uh, if you have a green screen all the better exactly and it's just a curtain 20 quid i'm amazed oh and by the way i just wanted to mention i found out why i couldn't i didn't get very far on overclocking my graphics card a couple of weeks ago so there's just a little bit of technology follow-up. Uh, mm-hmm. Hang on, I must put the, the blob down. Uh, basically, it was because <laughs> I have an overcro- overclocked uh, graphics card. So that was... Yeah, MSI, overclocked out of the box. Yeah. yeah. So mm. that would be why then. Fairly straightforward when you look at it that way, uh, to be perfectly honest. So it's already overclocked. So everything's overclocked. And uh, 
did I have the RGB lighting last week? Had you seen that? No, you didn't. I, I nicked it out the kitchen. That what? Is, right? <laughs> well, the, the, the lighting strips that you buy from Corsair for 40 quid for an inch of them, right? Mm, They're yeah. actually 15 quid for a five meter reel if you just get them off Amazon, right? Yeah. It's just normal RGB lighting strip. So there was some left over from the kitchen. So I nicked that. And, hold, uh, hold on. Re- rewind. Rewind. Why does your kitchen have RGB lighting? So it can be purple and match the paint. It's an was this you no, or was, was it, this Alice? Was it me? Was it? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I put colored lights in PCs, not in rooms. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't have opinions about such things. So I put that in there and it connects to the RGB header on the motherboard. And it, it, it works great. And you can set it to play along with the music that's playing, or you can have it set to the temperature inside the box. So it will get redder mm. the hotter it gets and that sort of thing. But you realize that's actually quite dull because your PC sits in the middle area because that's what fans are for. So it's just constantly mm. yellow. Yeah, that's, it's kind of, yeah. It's Cooling really is at a, at a level where you're not going to have to worry about that. Yeah. yeah, if it gets red, oh, then we've got problems. And the least of mm. them is uh, to do with the color of the thing. So it's lots of fun. I will get those other fans to the front. I like it. You know, well. I, I think it would be good for some like streamers, especially if you could uh, like, attach you know like a probe or something that would uh, measure the, the temperature of the gamer um, you know whenever it got whenever they you know got it was detecting that they were getting a little bit too stressed it would just start flashing red uh, you know and pulsing lights maybe spelling out you know calm the fuck down it's just a game maybe so yeah so that's us for this week I'm gonna, we'll, we should rush off because I'm starving See him here. Yeah, I know See him here. I'm going to get me some pizza again before we started, but that's what I do. I saw some it. just saw some good news pop up on my Twitter account for you, Mike. What's that? If you've got some shit you desperately want to hurl at somebody, uh, yes. the big pile of fetid lunch meat in charge of the uh, US of A is coming to your fair shores in oh, November. Oh, dear. Oh, dearie, dearie, man. Trump beats Ireland in November. I mean, when, when Obama came, we laughed at him. <laughs> admittedly because he got his car stuck but um, oh yeah when the beast hit the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the gate that was <laughs> the beast was no match for Irish roadworks <laughs> uh, so yeah I'm just okay <laughs> sorry I just looked at, yeah, I looked, I looked really at Twitter there and I just saw your last update fucking eBay sniper suck, snup, suck my dick <laughs> oh I got sniped on eBay by 5p the cunt uh, every time <laughs> I, I am an eBay sniper. I have to admit everything. Yeah, everything I've myself, bought on eBay, <laughs> everything yeah. I've bought on eBay, I have sniped. <sighs> anyway, everybody, thank you for listening to our show, or indeed viewing our show on Twitch, and I will probably put it on YouTube as well. Because why not? That's where videos go. Uh, pop on over to simplysyndicated.com to see some of the other content that we make. We've got a movie quiz coming out very soon once to think of a name of it have you ever heard of a podcast delayed from release because we couldn't think of a name for it well it's an increasing problem because as time goes on more and more of the names are taken up that's why we have like pop stars whose names include you know random symbols i might just do that um but yeah that's coming oh, on there's God, other stuff as well uh don't forget to support us by visiting simply syndicated.com slash everything is signing up to uh help us out every month you get a ad free subscription ad free subs no ad free rss feed for all our shows that we put out over the week and uh, all our back content which is hundreds and hundreds of hours of 
garbage from the last 13 years. It's not really garbage. It's actually some of the best podcasting content in the world. I'll have you know. So without further ado, I'll say goodbye to you and tell you that we'll be back next week, probably on a Thursday, and uh, I'll put up a Twitch event because we should so do this again. Um, hmm. It was Ooh, lots yeah. of fun. And I think when people have more than an hour warning, uh, more yes. people will turn up. More than five minutes warning is certainly nice. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, <laughs> I'll watch it back. I'm actually concerned to see if the audio is in sync uh, with the video. I have no idea. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. Right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>